0: This morning, we're starting a new series that may just last two weeks, but the title of my series today is the theme of our Word First conference coming up next week. It's the theme, and the title or the theme of Word First is The Wisdom of God Revealed. The Wisdom of God revealed." When we were singing the song earlier, um, which song that was, I think it was the second song that we sang, um, talking about the breakthrough, talking about our breakthrough, I believe that You know, when somebody gives you a word like I'm gonna, I'm giving you, I'm going to give you about three different things today, talk a little bit about it, but then next Sunday at Word First Conference, I'm going to kind of bring this even to a, a clearer place than, than what I'm going to give you today. I'm going to give you some foundation on several things. But when somebody brings you a word... And you hear something like, 2022 is the year of this or that, whatever it would be. You've heard those statements through the years. Um, When something is given like that and it's given prophetically, prophetic words don't just come to pass. Prophetic words are always conditional. If you've had a prophetic word spoken to you and you've sat back and done nothing with it, I'm just leaving it to God, you'll probably talk to him about it on the other side. Because you're not going to see it. Prophetic words are always conditional to what we're doing with what we receive. It's always that way. Responsibility is something that you can't shirk. Responsibility for your actions and your life are something that you have to take on a daily basis, and God's no different. So when you hear something, that prophetic word, that was, that's intended to be this year, yeah. and there are breakthroughs that are manifesting for people that have taken years to happen. I've heard another prophetic word from Brother Copeland along that line. I heard him make a statement just the other day, and it was so similar to what I've been hearing, but it was just things that people have not seen happen through the years, manifest, that they're coming to pass this year. And I so believe that because of where my faith and confidence level is for what, has been taught here. I can't talk about what's being taught other places, but I'm so confident about what's been taught here and what we're going to do and teach and bring to the table all year long. I'm so confident in the Word from God that in the seed of that Word, if you do something with that seed, if you will plant the seed in your own life the way we've taught you how to do that, If you'll plant that seed daily, it will produce. But if we do nothing with it, I'm saying I believe there's breakthroughs and manifestations coming in your lives, things you've never seen happen, you know, through the years that you've believed God for, even for long periods of time, like what Michelle was saying, what's come to pass over like a six-year journey. I'm believing there's many manifestations in this year, in this time period right here that we're living in, that you've not seen before, but you know whether that's true or not based on what you've been doing with what you're hearing. That is so important. So every prophetic word and what I'm bringing today, I believe is prophetic. And actually, the word of God spoken is prophetic. There's different levels of the prophetic But I believe that what I'm bringing today is a word from God for you to receive your breakthroughs. And you know what? Breakthroughs aren't just something that happened because you're in desperation. It's something that you finally step through in something you've been believing God for. You've been seeing increase come or you've been seeing things begin to happen in a certain area. It may be relationships with people. It may be... Um, maybe addictions in your life that you've had that you want to see breakthrough and, and, and overcome in. And, and th- breakthroughs don't just happen. You don't just hear something like what I'm saying today and then the next day breakthrough comes because you heard it. Breakthroughs come from hearing and continuing to hear and then you doing with what you're hearing allowing the Holy Spirit to reveal it to you and then the due season day comes. The times come for that. But if it just happened real quickly, you wouldn't have the faith to maintain it. God didn't want us just healed. He wants us to live in divine health. Amen? So that takes revelation from the Word being sown inside of us and us doing something with that and applying that on a day-to-day basis so that when we're attacked in our bodies... And we let that sickness know it's not going to remain. God wants the faith in you to be able to maintain the wellness that you've received. That's why we need the wisdom of God revealed in our lives. So, I'm just going to give you a few scriptures today. And I'm going to give you two challenges today for this year. Something that I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a homework assignment for the whole year. Everybody say, "I love homework." Oh. Mm-hmm. 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 You're gonna have to do it. No, you, you, you'll enjoy this. <clears throat> One thing that I'm gonna give you to add to your, to your daily confessions is this. It's four words. This is my year. Amen. Amen. Just add that to what you say every day. This is my year. This is my year. I don't care what it looks like right now today or tomorrow or the next day. It starts with what you say. Amen? Things begin to start. You know know why you make confession? You don't make confession to change circumstances. You make confession to change the way you think so that your circumstances can change. You don't throw Scripture at a problem and expect the circumstances to change. You, you begin to declare the Word because nothing's going to change the, w- w- the way you believe about something until what God thinks comes out of your mouth. You'll never change the way you think. I don't, all your friends can do that. You can come sit in here all day, every day, every service, listen all year long and do nothing with it. Put nothing in your mouth that's coming out of your mouth that goes into your ears and gets down in your heart to where it begins to develop change. You don't do that, you, you won't see change in your life. That's the importance of confession. That's why it's so vitally important. So, what are you going to start saying all this year? Yeah, come on. Let's all say it. This is my year. Come on. This is my year. It's my year for breakthrough. It's my year for wisdom being revealed. It's my year to step into the purpose that God has had for my life in a supernatural and a greater way than ever before. We should be increasing. Amen? You shouldn't stay the same. You should be increasing all the time in your life. All the time. Amen? So... I'm just saying to you, I'm committed to you seeing the wisdom of God revealed so that the desires that you have come to pass. I'm committed to seeing that happen in your life, in the words that we bring all year long, starting right now. So I want to read passage that, or this passage that we've been reading in our series that, that we ended uh, last Wednesday on who and what the church is. But I want to, I'm just going to start with verse 13 and just read this passage as I'm getting to where I'm going today. When Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, He asked His disciples, saying, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? So they said, Some say John the Baptist, some Elijah and others Jeremiah, one of the prophets. And He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered and said, You are the Christ Christ the Son of the living God. Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. Flesh and blood didn't reveal this to you. Natural knowledge didn't reveal this to you. But my Father who is in heaven. Flesh and blood didn't reveal this statement to you, but my Father which is in heaven. My Father in heaven. Natural knowledge didn't reveal this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 10. This is our foundational scripture for our theme of Word First, and I'm starting it today. Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 10, and I'm going to read it out of the uh, Amplified Classic. The purpose is, the purpose is, the purpose is that through the church, the complicated, many-sided wisdom of God in all of its infinite variety and innumerable aspects might now be made known to the angelic rulers and authorities, principalities, powers, in the heavenly sphere. The purpose is that through the church, everybody say, I'm the church. church. Say, "We're we're the church. Amen? And we're the church worldwide. Listen, folks, I'm telling you, in, as Michelle said earlier, this different world that we're living in, we're it. We're the only hope promise you we're the only hope. There's not a Savior coming out of the Democratic Party or a Savior coming out of the Republican Party or some independent party or some grassroots party, okay? Thank God for all the people that are believers that, uh, that have causes and they're taking those causes and they're moving things forward. But we, the church, are the only hope. All right. Right. Christ revealed in us is the hope of the world. Because he's the hope of the world. But he's already done everything he's going to do, so he's not coming down here to fix everything. And he is not in charge of this mess. It's a mess because the church hasn't taken the authority that it was created to take and live and operate from the wisdom of God. The reason everywhere Jesus went when he was on the planet, everything happened the way God said because he made this statement time and time and time again and he developed this in himself for 30 plus years before his earthly ministry began. And it was, I only do what I hear and I see from my Father. In so many different scriptures he said that. I only, 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 that's the problem in the world right now. The church isn't doing only what Father said. That's the problem in the earth right now. It's the church's fault. I'm the church. I'm part of the church. You're the church. You're part of the church. We're parts working together. And for us to accomplish what Jesus accomplished on the earth, we got to get together. Because, see, I'm just a part. I'm not Him. I'm just a part. And my part won't work without your part. we got to get together. we got to get this thing working together. And the key to it is the wisdom of God being revealed to us day by day by day. That's the key. The church. Now, <clears throat> I just want to kind of... Give you some definitions of sp- some specific words that I think are key, and you need to do your homework on this. You need to spend time. It's not that you don't understand the definitions that I'm giving you. You you understand them, and there's many more because I what I like to do is I, I like to take all the different forms of of dictionaries and 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 uh, and take them and put words together like I feel like the Holy Spirit is saying that need, a certain definition needs to come out of that, coming from like a Merriam-Webster dictionary or from the Strong's Concordance or from Hebrew or Greek uh, definitions of different words. You, you need to hear what the Holy Spirit is saying like that, about that. Sometimes somebody wants to prove a point, so they go and, and they look and look and look and search and then find something, you know, in the last minute that'll, that'll define what they want something to say. And that's not good enough. It's got to be real. It's got to be from God. And so I want to give you just a, a few words in, in what we're talking about here and what we'll talk about next Sunday and more than likely for the rest of this month. But... Um, <clears throat> you know we understand what it means to have knowledge of a specific thing you know it can be a word that you have knowledge of you know it can be something you know that you you do you know a job that you have and you have the knowledge let's say you're a plumber and you have the knowledge of being a plumber and and you know how to do that and you do it well and From the outside, somebody that watches that plumber, man, you know, I don't know that I could ever do something like that. But see, that's not true. See, that plumber's good because he's plumbed. (laughs) That's bad English, but you know what I mean. He's plumbed for a long time, right? Um, I I, I played, you know, I, I was a golfer because my dad was a golfer. And my dad was a golfer, so I played golf and I played, and I, and I did a lot of hard work developing a good game. Just the other day, uh, a while back I had somebody make some statement to me. He said, they said, "Man, I didn't know you were that good of a golfer." And I said, uh, "Yeah. thanks." You know But I'm good because I practiced. you know? And that guy, when he watched me play, was in awe and I actually played really good that day, and, and the guy was in awe of the way I played, and, and in his mind, he was looking at me like I, he could never play golf like that. Oh, no, you can. You can. You just need to get more knowledge of the game and, and develop it, and, and if you practiced it, you could play the game the same way. You, you understand? I mean, and I'm just trying to use examples of the way we look at the knowledge of something, okay? But we've taught this around here for a long time, but I I, want to reiterate this and make sure that you're seeing this in what we're talking about today and, and, and next week, that the knowledge of God's Word is one thing. Actually, the Bible says knowledge in itself puffs up. It creates pride. But what God wants is for you to hear teaching, to have knowledge of the Word of God, He wants you to study the Word of God, but then He wants you to allow the Holy Spirit to reveal things to you about the knowledge that you have that only He can reveal. Nobody else can reveal. And when He reveals something, you begin to have what you have is wisdom from the knowledge. The Holy Spirit extracts wisdom from the knowledge that causes you to see things and know things that other people don't know. Because when you get it from Him, there's no other. <laughs> you can know things about the Word of God that you've studied all your life, but you've spent no time allowing the Holy Spirit to reveal it to you. What did, what did we just read in, in Matthew? He said, He said, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. The natural has not revealed. It's not the natural knowledge that you just spoke out of. It was revealed knowledge. And who is it revealed from? The Father. What did Jesus say? I only do and hear and, and, and say those things that I hear from Father. So what does Holy Spirit do for us today? He reveals the heart of the Father. Amen. And when that happens, it it creates wisdom and it causes wisdom to be revealed to us that causes our lives to potentially be able to operate in the supernatural instead of just operating in the natural. And I don't care how super you think you are, if you're not getting your super from the super Holy Ghost, then you know, there's a lot of, quote, super stuff that's really not super stuff. We, we, want, we want Holy Spirit filled so that whatever He tells me to do, what happens? It prospers, it works, and we, we overcome. Everything that we're lacking is fulfilled through revealed, the revealed wisdom of God. As the wisdom of God is revealed to us from the knowledge that we have, supernatural things happen that would have never happened any other way. Never. So, I want to define a couple things just for you to have. Um, And number one, the word wisdom. Wisdom. Okay, there's a lot of definitions of the word wisdom, but this is, this is a real short one and to the point. And it's from the kind of the accumulation of different uh, dictionaries. But I want you to write this down. It's very short or if you're taking notes. Wisdom is the ability to understand knowledge the way others don't. Wisdom is the ability to understand knowledge the way others don't. Then I wanna define for you the word understanding. Again, this is my accumulated definition. Understanding is grasping the significance of the wisdom that is revealed. So wisdom is the ability to understand knowledge the way others don't. Understanding is grasping the significance of the wisdom that is revealed. Grasping the significance. Now, I want to define the word significant, but, but, I, but I can't rush past this because all of this is really vital in you and I understanding some things about this year, okay? So I'm going to read my wisdom definition, my understanding definition, and then I'm going to give you the definition of significance, Wisdom is the ability to understand knowledge the way others don't. Understanding is grasping the significance of the wisdom that is revealed. That word significance is really key. Grasping the significance of the wisdom that is revealed. And then the word significant or just significance is the quality of being worthy of attention. And other synonyms with the word significance being importance, seriousness, Consequence, weightiness, magnitude. So I want to read this definition of significance with some of these other words in it. Again, wisdom is the ability to understand knowledge the way others don't. Understanding is grasping the significance of the wisdom that is revealed to you. And then significance is the quality of being worthy of attention. The quality of being worthy of importance, of of being worthy of seriousness, being worthy of consequence. Being worthy of weightiness and magnitude. Significance, understanding is grasping the significance of the wisdom that is revealed to you. So I want to, I want to, I want to now use these defini- the definition of significance with the word significance in the definition of understanding. Did you get that? If You didn't just follow. <laughs> understanding is grasping the quality of being worthy of importance. The wisdom that is revealed to you from the knowledge, it's significant. It's, it's vital that what has been revealed is worthy of your attention it's worthy of your seriousness it's worthy of you realizing the consequences of not embracing the wisdom and doing something with it it is i mean it's 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 kind of life or death It's whether we win or we lose. It's whether we live on top or we don't. By us valuing the attention or the importance or the seriousness or the weightiness of the wisdom that is revealed to you. I want to give you an example of, of what I'm saying about this. So, let's say you're, you hear teaching on a specific subject, and I'm just going to, uh, this is just random, but a subject like, um, like Eric hears this word on how he's to treat his wife, okay? So he hears the teaching about it, And the moment he hears the teaching about it, he knows because of the teaching that there are things that he's not doing correctly. I mean, I don't care who you are. You hear any kind of teaching about something that you've not heard before or you've not spent any time in, you're going to be convicted about things that need to change. I don't care who you are. So he hears teaching about that. Then he begins to spend time on it And then he begins, as he's spending time, see, the Holy Spirit can't reveal something that's not been taught to you. The Holy Spirit doesn't reveal just air. If you spend all your time watching movies, he's not going to reveal to you what, you know, can't even think of an actor right now, what what somebody, Matt Damon's going to say. He's not going to reveal to you what Matt Damon said if you're watching a Bourne movie. Nothing, watch, nothing wrong with watching born, but, but if that's all you watch and that's all you've got coming in, he's not going to reveal to you things about that. That's right. That's right. He's going to reveal to you, what you the, the word you hear preaching and then what you do with the word. That's what he reveals. So as the Holy Spirit begins to bring Eric things about how he needs to make some changes in the way that he's treating his wife, what I'm saying to you is, And I know this is true. The Holy Spirit can give you wisdom. And if you don't value that wisdom, and you don't do something with the wisdom that was revealed, the wisdom that was revealed will just bypass you because you're not, I'm going to use these different words, you're not giving it attention. You're not giving it importance. You're not giving it seriousness or weighing the consequences of not doing the wisdom of God. Because you're not good enough, strong enough, smart enough, anything. You're not anything enough without Him. And when I mean Him, I'm talking about Him, the Holy Ghost. You ha- Jesus is at the right hand of the Father. Thank God for what Jesus did. Thank God that, that the Father loved us so much He gave the best of heaven. Right? That's all been accomplished now. now. Now, what He accomplished has now got to be revealed to us. That's the wisdom of the Father about how to overcome in every situation. And it takes a personal relationship with the person of the Holy Spirit knowing how to hear His voice which is the voice of the Father and then valuing the seriousness of how I've got to take what he's revealed to me and begin to change my actions. Take the situation like a husband to a wife or whatever it is. If there are changes that you need to be ma- making, and the Holy Spirit is revealing to you what that is, and you're not valuing that, you're not taking that serious. You're, you're not spending your days making sure that these things get corrected. I'm, I'm talking about going to the extreme of making the changes. You may have an addiction in your life. And, and well, you just kind of cover it up and you don't talk about it. And I don't care what it is. It can be drugs, alcohol, you know, sex addiction. I don't care what it is. You can have an addiction in your life. You can be addicted to football, yeah. golf, hunting. I mean, you can be addicted to anything. God wants your time. You hear what I'm saying? It doesn't matter what it is. But when He begins to reveal, I'm not talking about, you know, somebody coming and saying, you know, I come to Randy and he's addicted to football. And and Randy, you need to quit watching football. Well, no, I mean, who am I to tell Randy he's got to quit watching football? That's idiotic. What Randy needs to do is, As he does, come and hear the word, and then as the Holy Spirit's revealing to him things about himself, and the Holy Spirit says, you know what, you watch too much football. I'm not talking about in an audible voice, I'm talking about when you're watching a football game, and it's like, you just feel like, you know what, I need to to give this a break. I'm spending too much time in this. I know all the scores. I know all the players. I can quote everything here, but I, I, I can barely quote one scripture. You're not valuing it. So I don't care what your addiction is. I don't care what you're addicted to or what needs to change in your life. God, in this year, 2022, I'm saying, wants to reveal to us the wisdom of God, and he wants us to realize the significance of what's been revealed to you. Yeah, right. The value of what's been revealed to you. The seriousness of what has been revealed to you as you walk through this year. Remember, everybody's journey is different. Don't judge your journey with someone else's and don't think someone else is not hurrying up enough. enough. It has nothing to do with you. But what you can do is pray Ephesians 1 and Ephesians 3 and Colossians 1-4. That's why that's so important. Because all people really need is for their eyes to be opened up and, and so that they can see. That's what they really need more than anything. They still have to choose. But man, you can help set that up for them in their lives. Instead of criticizing what they're not doing, pray for them and speak over them. If you're not praying for people, you have no right to criticize. Politicians, <laughs> athletes, People on the job, bosses, if you're not praying for them, you have no reason to criticize them, because our responsibility, first and foremost, is to pray. First of all, pray for who? All people. Kings and all those in authority. That what? We may live a peaceful and a quiet life in all godliness and holiness. This is good, and it pleases God our Savior, who wants all people to be saved, and to come to the knowledge of the truth. And he said, how does that happen? You pray for him. Amen. That's, how, that's, how, that's how people come to the place where they want to spend the time with the Holy Ghost to get what they need. The greatest revelation that any human being will ever come to is that they need help. Amen. Amen? from the helper. And when you get help from the helper, <laughs> done. You know? It may not be tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, maybe 10 years from now, but you'll get it if you just stay with him. I'm not, I'm not the one to say when something will happen or manifest or not. But I am telling you, if you come to a place of realizing the significance of what the Holy Spirit is here to reveal to you, There's no end to what can happen. No end. No end. I want to read to you. I had had another direction I was going to go, but I'm going to to take that direction next Sunday. Um, But I want to read to you, one, two, three, four individual verses of Scripture Three of them found in Proverbs and the other one in Isaiah. And the first one is Proverbs 1.7. It says this. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. But fools despise wisdom and instruction. So I'm telling you in 2022, don't play the fool. Sounds like a 70s song. Anyway. For all you that not from the seventies, it is a seventies song. <clears throat> Proverbs fifteen thirty three. So this year we're not gonna play the fool. We're not gonna be a fool. The Bible calls a person that doesn't realize the significance of revealed wisdom a fool. Say, that's not me. me. Amen. The fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom. And before honor is humility. The fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom. Proverbs 9.10, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. listen to this Isaiah 33, 6. Wisdom and knowledge, this is Isaiah prophesying about when? About right now. This is Isaiah prophesying about right now. I mean, last year and the year before and a hundred years ago and a thousand years ago, he was prophesying about the future. And this is what he said. Wisdom and knowledge will be the stability of your times. (laughs) And the strength of your salvation. The fear of the Lord is his treasure. So I wanna I want to say this about the fear of the Lord. People so often look at the word fear as something that you need, to, you need to be shaken in your boots where God is concerned. I mean, if I've got to say something, you know, if when my children were little and I had to say something to them or when they were younger and I had to correct them about specific things, you know, I didn't want them to tremble every time they saw me, Right? I wanted them to take me serious about what I said. I wanted them to follow through with the things that I asked. And I'm telling you that the fear of the Lord is to believe, to reverence, but to also believe how significant what God says is true over anything else. What God reveals to you is more real than anything else. So to fear God and what God says is true is the beginning of wisdom. To reverence God and acknowledge, you know what, I don't understand this, and I know I've been living this way right here and thinking this way, but I'm making those changes. I know I've had this addiction in my life, and and this thing has ruled my life to this point, but I'm hearing what Pastor's saying today and I'm believing that from today on revelation is coming to me. Wisdom is coming to me about how to overcome the addiction or the thing that I'm facing in my life. That's the fear of the Lord. And every one of those verses of Scripture, when you read that proverb, that proverb uh, the Isaiah 33, wisdom and knowledge will be the stability of our times. You know what I'll say about that? The wisdom that comes from the knowledge of God revealed is the stability of our times if, if, everybody say if, if you and I value its importance. I have to have revelation and understanding coming to me and not reject it. And if I have that, then it is the stability of the times that we're living in. So, you know what? I'll I'll just say this. There's nothing to freak out about about what's going on on planet Earth. And what you can't change, let it go. Man. I mean, there's certain people, when I get around them, I'm, I'm talking about like you know, some friends that are not here, or family members or whatever, they want to talk about everything in the news and everything that's going on. And it's like, after a while, it's like, okay, man, let, let, let's talk about golf or I mean, you know, something. Give me a break. I, don't, I mean, man, I'm telling you right now, let it go. Stand up for whatever you need to stand for. Pray for, listen, pray first. And then stand for whatever he tells you to stand for. Whatever voice you need to have in in the world, in the community, and the things out there, it needs to be the voice he's telling you to have and the way you do it. And I'm telling you, you better better realize the significance of how important that is because you don't need to be wasting your time doing things in the natural that are not producing anything because what's the stability of our times? (laughs) Wisdom of God revealed from the knowledge of God and it working on the inside of you and me valuing how important that is and valuing the consequences if I don't do that. Well, Pastor, but who am I? If you look at yourself that way, you need to change that part of you. You're a child of the living God. You're a masterpiece of God. You need to see things. If anything's going to happen on this planet, it's going to happen through me. That's not pride. That's what he said. I'm not talking about being prideful and going telling everybody that. I'm talking about you talking to yourself that way. Anything's going to happen in the earth. It's going to happen through me from the revealed wisdom of God. You think God, I mean, listen to me. I, I, I've had people talk to me saying thing, these kind of things to me that, you know what? You know, I, I don't think God trusts me. <laughs> He doesn't trust any of us. (laughs) huh? We've all let him down. He's not basing things on how many things we've done right. He's basing it on what you're doing with what you've got right now. And the significance that you are putting on the value of that revealed wisdom. And man, that wisdom and that understanding that you and I have is the key and the success of planet Earth right now. You know what? There's a day coming where there's a new heaven and a new earth. Everybody say amen for that. But you know what? I'm not looking at that. I'm looking right here. Right? He wants me empowered by Him, you empowered by Him, us empowered by Him to make this place a better place. In His anointing, His Word, by His Spirit, by His revealed wisdom, He wants us to make this place a better place. And I mean, I love that challenge. You stop and think about it. I've got the power and the authority and the ability to make this planet a better place. My neighbors are blessed that I live next door to them. Right? I promise you they are. Yours should be too. But my neighbors are blessed. The people I have relationships with, they're blessed I'm in their life. I'm not talking about telling people that kind of thing. I'm not talking about having some arrogant attitude about that. I'm talking about the goodness of God that you believe in getting off on other people and it making a difference. Did he say in this Isaiah scripture, the stability of our times is the wisdom and the knowledge of God revealed? It didn't say revealed, but I'm adding that. That's what he's talking about. The knowledge of God brought to you by the Holy Ghost as it's revealed will cause you to see things that you or no other people have ever seen before. That not another person's ever seen before. He'll show you things like that. That's how vital that it is today. Can you say amen? Amen. So take these thoughts and here's my challenge for the whole year. I'm encouraging you We've done this before many times, but I believe this is profound and it's right. I heard God tell me to tell you and challenge you. I'm doing it. I'm starting it. I didn't start it till today, but I'm starting it today. I'm going to read a proverb every day for 12 months. One chapter of Proverbs. There's 31 chapters in the book of Proverbs. And I encourage you to read a proverb every day for the whole year, starting today. Find some time before you lay down tonight and read a proverb. I, 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 I found the longest proverb back when I was, you know, I've read Proverbs and read the whole book many times through, through the years. But one day I thought, find the longest chapter and read it and time it. And the longest chapter will take you two and a half minutes. If you just read, I can't just read it. I gotta stop and go all through it. And, and, and it's amazing what it'll give you about wisdom and understanding. But two and a half minutes, if you just read, two and a half minutes or less every day reading a proverb, and I'm gonna be reminding you all the time. You're gonna really be tired of hearing me. And 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 but if you're doing it, you'll say, Yes, yes, I'm doing it, yes. So I'm challenging that. Amen.